Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with the Mojo Maker and host Nikki Fogden Moore, the Vitality Expert, dedicated to helping you be the CEO of your business and your life with special industry and life-leading guests, top tips on how you can create that magical blend of healthy, wealthy, and wise for CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders, and people who do things with life. Hi guys, welcome to this Monday Mojo episode, the first of a three-part series on truth. And this is very much for both personal and commercial. So whether you're discovering your leadership qualities at home or you are evolving your business and reshaping everything, including your board of director level right through to any level of staff, uh, this is for you. So today's episode is the first part of a three-part series. It is all about truth. It's uh, how to discover that for yourself, how to actually define that, why we haven't even been taught that before. And then also the second part I'll be talking about, how do you, when you've come comfortable with that, communicate that to others in a safe space uh, and have the courage to do so. And then also how do we receive truth from other people? So it's all very well to tell people to be truthful and I want to hear all your honesty, but you know, receiving the truth is something we're also not taught about. So I want to navigate you through that as well. The liberation that comes from that, the incredible process that you go through when you stand in that space, some analogies around that and using them in home and work environment, and then a couple of top tips and tools. So don't forget, if you haven't already liked and subscribed, please do so on the button below. Just click the little bell there so you'll get notifications. My name is Nikki Fogden-Moore. You'll probably see my dog, Roxy, walking behind here in the background. She likes to roam free like a little direwolf. And thank you so much for joining me on the YouTube channel, Monday Mojo Show. So if you haven't already come and hang out before, there's hundreds of videos on everything from fitness to mindset. And most of all, it all links around accountability and adulting and how to actually be in the driver's seat of your life. So 10% on maybe what's gone wrong in your life and all the things that aren't working, but really the tools to grab hold of your destiny, grab hold of your visions, your creativity, your true success and abundance and put great leaders in the positions they need to be in. So thanks to the guys from the Save the Waves Coalition. I love my trucker hat. We'll be doing a giveaway this week on my Monday Mojo. You can sign up on the vitalitycoach.com.au. The link is in the description box below. Uh, If you sign up for the blog Monday Mojo, I'll be giving away one of their really cool t-shirts to someone that comments on the show. But I want to keep it short today, not one of my fortes uh, once I get started and so many great questions, but I want to talk just before we begin, and if you want to go and check out Chef Pete Evans on Instagram and some other quotes that have been coming through, I shared one on my Instagram yesterday about truth. We spend so much time in society, in school, you know, as kids being told that we have to be good. Uh, So be a good girl, be a good boy, be a good coach, be a good student, be a good team member, be a good colleague blah, blah, blah. I mean, it just keeps going. How to be a good parent, you know, but whose idea of good are we trying to embody? And what is that subjective label that we get given when we're trying to conform to always do the right thing? 
So ultimately what happens when we are out of alignment as individuals and leading in their own life, regardless of what your title is, my show is very much for leaders because I believe we all leaders. Most importantly, you've got to understand that you are actually in charge of your thoughts and your actions, but we don't actually get taught to differentiate between allowing what we really want and what feels right between the distinction between being told what we should be doing. So, so often we are waiting for acceptance and outside validation, a score, a medal, going to the next grade, getting the next job title. You know, we're always waiting for that kind of that that sort of pinball machine of the like, the next like, if you want to put it in today's modern society terms. We spend so much time looking out for our validation that we've really lost sense of what it is that we really think, feel, need, uh, and want in the first place for ourselves. So that's what the series is all about. And most of overwhelm, you know, most of burnout, most mental health issues and a people's inability to find peace and happiness is because they never feel like it is enough, whatever they're doing, or they are enough. And they're two very dangerous polar opposites of the spectrum that have exactly the same result, which is a state of uneasiness, a state of never feeling like they've actually achieved anything, and just always having to overthink. So let me put this in energetic terms very simply for you. When you're in alignment, it is almost seamless. It is an instant. It is a quantum leap from the now to the next. It's like clicking your fingers. It's even less than that. But when you're out of alignment and you have to consider so many things and you're constantly churning your ideas and you're trying to pitch something through or manipulate, we're learned to emotionally manipulate from a very young age, you know, for crying for something to pulling the face and going, oh, I really want that toy or You know, from a very early age on, we learned to use our emotions as a manipulation tool rather than go, hey, could I please have that toy? I'd really love to play with it right now. Instead, we go, oh, I want the toy, you know, big drama around everything. And that drama that we're taught, that role-playing, that show pony effect actually doesn't really get eradicated. It just gets replicated throughout various things in life. So that's why these all things like, you know, attention seeker and drama queen and I don't really know what you're trying to say. And we, our intentions get lost in translation because we're not taught how to just come from the instant space of, listen, I really trust, know, like, and respect you. You're my, my parent, my colleague, whatever. This is how I feel right now. This is what I need right now. Like those words are never taught as kids. And I think what's also really interesting, if you listened to my show last week and if you were on the Monday Mojo, I shared a video from Dan Dapani and he spoke about, you know, we ask people to concentrate, we ask people to listen, but we never tell people or teach them how to do those two fundamental human elements that create a sense of peace and harmony, concentration and listening. So we go, could you just listen to me or could you just concentrate? We get so frustrated. But as kids, we're not taught, there's no class on concentration. There's a class on geometry. There's a class on classical studies. There's a class on history or English, but there's no class predominantly when we all grew up on concentration. Now, being fair, many schools now are introducing meditation, introducing skills for mindset, introducing skills for calm and for kids to learn how to stop and connect with themselves. So thumbs up, that's happening now. But we've still got many generations that have come from the concentrate, listen, do what I tell you rather than what you feel. So we're really having to kind of regroup on all of this. So Whilst we're going through that and there's so much going on in the world, 
whether you're, you know, going through and listening, watching and actually getting involved in the Black Lives Matter or you've been caught up in the coronavirus or whatever it is that's kind of been in your uh, outer field at the moment, I want to ask you to stop for a second and think, you know, regardless of what noise is going on, regardless of what you think you should be doing, regardless of what you think being a good person is, what's your truth? You know, if you cut everything else out, uh, and I know for myself that it's taken me many, many years, and even now I'm just finally kind of coming into that on my own, going, no, this is actually who I am. But what we do is we're afraid of the truth because we think with the truth comes aggression. We think with the truth comes confrontation. And we feel a lot of shame, blame, and guilt because we're told that being truthful is selfish. So I want to rewire all of that for you today on today's part one and say to you, the first step you have to understand and is being good and people-pleasing and doing the right thing is only a disservice, not only to yourself, but to everyone around you in your ecosystem. You're actually, you know, dealing everyone out of a deck of hands of empowerment when you're doing that, not only yourself, but everybody around you. There's something really great about saying, you know, what you see is what you get. And there's a real liberation in finding your truth and being congruent in all aspects of your life. So not taking me time and going, I'm just going to be really myself you know, when the doors are closed and everyone's gone, I can really relax and be myself. That to me seems like a really sad story because that means the rest of the time in the rest of your day and evening, you're not able to be yourself. So really listen to how you carve up the allowance, the space, the acceptance of when you can just relax and just be myself. Why aren't you yourself all the time? Because you can be a great leader and still have a personality. You can be a visionary parent and still do the requirements that make you super responsible. It just means you want to bring more to yourself in all areas of life. And that's got to be your truth. And the other thing is we keep downplaying authenticity. We, we mop it up in bucket loads on inspirational charts and be authentic self. We never actually show people how to do that. And then what happens when you come out as your authentic self in society, you're often met with a, a moat emotive emotions like from other people like well you've changed or you know so there's a lot of resistance to change that's why before you even announce your truth practice your truth you've got to hit your training wheels on first and really resonate with that yourself so the first step is just defining that and going what feels out of alignment so you could take a piece of pen and paper and you just write up the top there truth Narelle I'm recycling look see always and I'm a writer and I, I'm not saying on digital, I'm saying cognitively your mind relates best to things when you physically write things down than when you put it into a phone. So you can always add it to your agenda or add it to your notes later. But what's really important on a metaphysical level is that you write the stuff down. You take a pen and paper and you write it out. So I want you to write down, you know, what's, I call it the traffic light. What in your life is in the green zone? So you've got your green zone, that's just the stuff that you just love. It's on fire. It's in flow. It's easy. It's people, places, things, right? So people, places, and things. The next system in the traffic lights, of course, is amber or orange, right? And those are the things that are kind of, yeah, I don't know. They're kind of, I, maybe with a bit more effort, they'd do really well, but I'm not really sure if I really like it. So you kind of got to put some energy into assessing those. So the amber lane in your truth chart is it's the sort of things it's the maybes you know yeah I kind of like it not really sure don't know if I like it but it's the in-between zone 
And then you have the red zone, which is, you know, this just does not work for me. This person, this place, this project, this idea, this construct, this value, this programming, whatever it is, this limiting belief, it does not sit well with anymore. And what happens when you get forced for change is that things that are out of alignment, you can't ignore them anymore. They just, you know, you can change direction, you can change cities, you can pack up your car and go off somewhere, but it will follow you. So escaping by location does not escape the reality of what sits inside of you. So you might as well just do the work wherever you are, which is guess why COVID's been so good. People being forced to do the work. So there you go. You've got your truth thing, you know, on your recycled bit of paper and you've got your green zone, which is, yep, these things, they just, they flow. I don't even need to think about it. You know, people, places, things, projects, whatever. You've got your amber zone. I do this in terms of board of directors, executive teams, you know, people sit in these zones too. And then your red zone, which is, I really just don't, this does not like, this just does not sit well. It actually has a repellent energy for you. Don't ignore that. So once you've got everything out of your head and onto paper, what that does is it energetically frees up your hard drive space. So when you're in your truth, as I said to you before, the ego, the self-talk, the too good to be trues, the you have to do it this way, your societal limiting beliefs that you've been given, notice they take a lot of energy to make a financial decision, a personal decision, you know, even if it's doing moving house or budgets or start, like you really have to overthink everything because you're like, oh, what about this? And But when you learn to harness, and that's why I call it quantum decision-making in my programs, which is in my next books, then you're really surprised at how easy it is. But that's the confusing factor because your self-talk goes, oh, no, that's too easy. You know, you, you really should be coming up after two days in a bunker and then you'll have your answer. That's not true. So what we need to learn in today's modern landscape is energy exchange in the way we problem solve. Energy exchange in the way we connect with ourselves is about simplicity. It's an instant. The more energy something takes, the more it sits in the red zone. It's like the revs of a car, you know. So take note of that. If something is taking a lot of energy, it's probably not good for you. And you're probably thinking about it in your ego state rather than your connected state. And connected state equally means intelligence. Connected state does not just mean that you're sitting there meditating on a hill, covered in beads, having miso soup. Connected state means truly accessing all the records that you need to make an informed, intelligent, emotionally mature decision. Point blank. Informed, intelligent, emotionally mature decision. So important. Especially, you know, I say to my clients, you know, you're you're managing $100 million coming through this ecosystem, uh, whether it's you know in your country or we're doing cross-border, that money has to have good intent behind it. That money has energy behind it. So every leader that is managing money, whether you're in a department or you own a business or you're a CEO or a chairman of a board, that money you're associated with has energy. So where that green flow is, where it's positive and where it's doing well and where you put your energy is where it will expand. And if you're constantly focusing on what you want to avoid, you'll just create more of that. So remember, the responsibility that we have as leaders is not just to show up and do the right thing. It's actually to embody the great values. It's to make those decisions that come from the centered place of truth. Okay, so let me do that again, just in case you haven't got it. Here we are, your three traffic lights. The first step 
to discovering your truth is to sit down and define what really matters. What chemically flows for you feels good. You know it. You can, whether it's a, a budget line item on your PL or, you know, it's people that you work with or it's suppliers, you know, everything has chapters. And sometimes we hang on and we hang in there because we're like, this person, place, or thing has potential, but it just takes all our energy, right? It's just exhausting. So energy exchange on things that amplify our mutual energy exchange. And if you're not willing to think about what your non-negotiables are, they will always get sucked out of you. And that means you are losing the one opportunity of your extreme value to add to this planet as a leader, which is your true authentic self. So let me say that's the bottom of the thing is that we've all got skills and experience that we learn along the way. You know, so all of us can learn skills and experience on our matrix. We can all learn things. But what truly separates us at the top of the mountain is the filters, is our creativity, is our vision, is of how we see something, of how we articulate something, of how an engineer designs a building, how a creative person puts an ad campaign together, how a CEO creates a vision for an organization. You know, how a designer, a creator, an inventor, an artist, a musician, the reason why we're all so different is because we need that difference to add on top of a base foundation of skills and experiences that make humans so incredibly gifted. Uh, and I want to give you a little experiment of how the same sentence should be delivered in truth in two different ways. So some people, when I start trying to dig down into what their truth is, they get really afraid that being truthful with people will be perceived as aggressive, confronting. And for most people it is because they don't know how to receive it. So let me give you a little analogy. You've got to, you're the CEO of your business and you're in the middle of this COVID time. We know from all the media and everything else, the second wave is coming. We also know JobKeeper is ending in September. We know there's masses of uncertainty. Like Anyone that says they know what's going to happen, I wouldn't believe anything apart from the date in the newspaper. That's about the only thing you can believe. So how do we instill and motivate our family and our teams and our staff authentically during times of complete uncertainty when we want to deliver the truth? What most leaders do is they make the mistake of not saying anything at all, of omission, of, oh, better not say anything or unless it's good news, don't say anything. Wrong. You know, we need to be able to step up and say, you might not want to hear this, but what I'll always deliver to you and what I'll always promise you is the truth. Because when you give people truth, you give people freedom. When you give people truth, you give people choice. But when you withhold that truth, when you don't tell them exactly how you feel, where you sit and what the truth is, nobody can make a decision. Nobody knows what landscape they're in, whether it's a personal issue a commercial issue, a worldwide issue, or whatever. So here's how an example of that rolls out. Let's say a client of mine runs and owns a major supermarket. And he's got all these staff. He's like, well, Nikki, I don't really have anything good to tell them. And I said, just tell them the truth. Walk in there and say, okay, guys, it's almost Christmas. We're half to Christmas. It's the end of the financial year. You know, this is the most unprecedented times. We don't have any information of what really is going to happen next. But what I can tell you is that as a team, we've come together more. As a team, we've really learned what our basic foundations of the business are. As a team, we have been there for our community and we've made sure that the shelves were stocked, the doors were open, we showed up. So I'm very proud of you. So 
So as a team, none of us know exactly what is going to happen next. But what we do know is that with that uncertainty comes excitement. With that uncertainty comes a passion to band together even more and always deliver the truth to our customers. So thank you for trusting this process. You know, and then all of a sudden, his staff feel on the same page, completely in part of the same family and completely empowered to say to other people, you know what, we don't really know what the future is, but what we do know is that we're agile, we're here for you, and we're excited about whatever we do, we know we can handle it. So that level of empowerment, that extreme ownership is so crucial in today's world because everything is uncertain. So anyone that tells you there's certainty in everything needs to just, you know, I would not listen to that person because that person isn't built on agility, they're built on resilience, right? We need to be agile. So the other side of delivering the truth, which most people are afraid of, is if, say, my client that owned the supermarket was delivering his team speech and I said, go in there and deliver the speech, and he gave that exact message, which is we really don't know what's going to happen, And this is how he delivered it instead of what I just said, you know, 60 seconds before. So 60 seconds before, the same message was delivering empowering. It was uplifting. It was clear. It was honest. And it recognized everybody's hard work and their ability to go through whatever, right? The second delivery method is, hey, guys, you know, we've had a few tough months. It's unprecedented. I don't really know what's going to happen. I can't tell you too much. So as soon as I have news, I'll let you know. What does that do? It completely deflates. It doesn't recognize that we can do whatever is thrown at us. It shows a lack of excitement. It shows a lack of courage around uncertainty. And all that does is it gives a truth that is really demoralizing and demotivating. So how you deliver your truth once you've figured it out is what we're going to focus on for part two of the series because it is so important, so important. But before you even do that, you have to ask yourself, Are you a person that life is doing stuff to at the moment or are you a person that does stuff with this life? Because a couple of facts, life is completely uncertain, change is the only constant, tick. It's a bit more like a rally than a Formula One track. No one's going to come in and pick the lint up off the runway for you or off the track and go, off you go, you know, new tires, you'll have to figure it out yourself, right? And third, In the dawn of time, if you look back through all of history, through our financial crisis, through illnesses, through plagues, through everything, we've continuously, as a human race, been bombarded with challenges from every direction. So this is nothing new. We can handle it. It's all to do with your truth and your perspective. And when you finally step into that grace and ease of taking the time out to stop listening to everything outside and to start to define and discover your own truth, then you can really step into the magic of energy, sustainability, calm, peace, and clarity. But it's going to take practice because you didn't grow up learning this. You grew up learning times tables and pleasing everyone and standing on the podium and getting a pat on the head for being a good person, right? Being a good person means being authentically and congruently in your truth and we're able to calmly own that without forcing it on anyone else. And when you do that, you will attract the most rewarding relationships. You'll attract the most rewarding family moments. And you will empower everyone around you to know exactly where they stand. And that it is their choice what they want to do with the information. But stop trying to control everything else. Let go of trying to control everyone else. And think, what is the green zone? the amber zone and the red zone right now? What is my truth? Because right now that's what matters. And next week we'll talk about how to deliver it. 
but take the time out because you are your greatest asset and figure out, wow, you know what, what really matters to me? What do I really think? What do I really feel? What do I really want? And what do I really need? And don't push that project of that homework off into the side because fundamentally it's the most important thing you'll ever ask. So sit down and do the work, just like you would do a budget, a spreadsheet, a project proposal, or delivery of a product for a client. You've got to be your client this week. You've got to figure it out. And then I'll teach you how to share that once you've got that work done. A couple of little things. If you go a couple of videos back, you'll see episode 121 on the Vitality Coach podcast. It's also a video on this channel with Pamela Panifex from Sunshine Holistic Counseling. And we talk about the three styles of communication. So there's passive, aggressive, and assertive. And what is really interesting is most people link between passive and aggressive. You know, they're kind of codependent on kind of gaslighting information. Well, same thing with sales and marketing. If I do this, the customer does that, then we do this. If you strip everything away and you just say, this is how I am, and you deliver that with grace and integrity, you'll be surprised at the response you get. You just have to learn how to do that, right? We're going to teach you. So assertive behavior is not aggressive. Assertive behavior is not confronting because when you're truly assertive, you can deliver something so important, but so refined and so quietly that with a pin drop, you'll still hear it. And that's the thing. We don't need to keep screaming at things. We actually need to start taking some time out and working out for ourselves. You know, what is my truth? What I think, feel, want and need from last week's mojo and this week's mojo is what are my traffic lights? What's in my green zone, my amber zone and my red zone? And and what are the skills and experience that I have? And then up here, these are all the things that are really important to you. So I'll write about that on the blog. It'll go up on the vitalitycoach.com.au on the website. We're going to aggregate all the Monday Mojo blogs as well. If you've missed those, please sign up on my website, vitalitycoach.com.au. The sign up for Monday Mojo blog is right in the top. You can't miss it. Spot the dog behind the opt-in. And most importantly, I do actually want to help you guys navigate as fast as possible from chaos to calm. I don't want to just sit here and go, this was a great chat. I want to know what you need the most. So please leave me a comment or email me, Nikki at thevitalitycoach.com.au. And to those of you that are doing that, to those of you that are signing up for accountability, that are stepping in, you know, and seeing the rewards of this, fantastic. Like this is it. You're in the driver's seat. So keep going. And remember, dreams don't work unless you do. So stop putting hope boards and vision things up if you're not prepared to sit down and work out what's really critical in your life. So I hope I encourage you to do that today. The truth truly sets you free. There is no truer statement. It is extremely important that you figure yours out first before you even worry about anyone else's. It will empower you. It will enable you to lead by design and it will give you the most important sense of peace, harmony, and energy than you've ever had before. So come join me on the journey. The new book as well is coming out soon. I kind of keep wanting to grab it to show you guys, but we're still waiting for a print date. So I feel like I can't say anything. But in the meantime, Big shout out to the crew in Santa Cruz, to our Ramadan, to Nick. Happy birthday for the other week. Uh, for all the work you're doing uh, during COVID, for your foundations, to anyone that's doing anything from home to support others in need right now, thumbs up. It just shows we don't have to go out and do huge things in public. We can make a lot of difference for a very small ecosystem in our own backyard. So well done, everyone. Please tune in next week. Monday Mojo is alive. I'm Nikki Fogden-Moore, your host. And thanks again for joining me. There's over 120 
podcast episodes on Spotify and iTunes, all free, also on the blog. And um, come say hi on Instagram and Fog Demore. Until next time, you stay healthy, wealthy, wise. And remember, you're in the driver's seat, so you got this. Okay, tune in. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'd love your review on iTunes, or you can jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au. For more from Nikki, to sign up for the Monday Mojo and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.